Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. What is up, everybody? It's time for another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. And, of course, the top 20, if you're watching this on YouTube, is goddamn beautiful out today. It is technically, I suppose, Thursday, April 13th. We are looking at a possible 90-degree day today. And uh, I think, if nothing else, that proves that climate change isn't real, right? Like, not at all. It was hot. It was hot out this morning. Like, 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 not Africa hot, not Biloxi Blues hot. But man, it was hotter than I expected. I am in shorts today. I'm not going to show you, but you're just going to have to take my word for it. Because that is what we are doing. And that's how we are doing. That is, that is what is up, man. I, I have got to tell you, man. I have so not prepared for this show. I was actually in such a zone just a few minutes ago, work-wise. Like, I was really getting some stuff done, and it's like, I felt like things had lifted off me for, like, just a half a minute, and it was like, oh, cool, time for the show. It's like, all right, great. <laughs> so, I'm happy to be here. I am, I'm always happy to be here at the box. I like this, uh, this time that we take every week, just kind of hang out. And it really doesn't do anything else, right? Like, it doesn't affect anything else going on uh, in the world or whatever. Just uh, like a two-hour, basically like a two-hour break. And who doesn't like one of those? I was actually watching some of the bumpers of this show last night just to kind of see how they're doing. Like, Because honestly, the very beginning of the top 20 is my favorite part of the show. And I realized that... A lot of people don't like the beginning, or they, you know, they think sometimes there's too many of them or too much of it. Like, but it's literally my favorite part. And if I'm not going to please myself doing this show, I mean, not please myself, but if I'm not going to make myself happy doing this show, then like, I don't even see what the point is. Like, I'm spending a lot of time in that particular zone, and maybe that's even what we'll talk about today. I mean, I do have some things to discuss, like some some real funky stuff that's going on in the court system in Texas. New York being better than Ohio, which I think everybody already knows. Um, and just some other stuff. Uh, first, we've got some lighthouse keeping going on here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Uh, there is a brand new Top 20 out today. Please uh, view it, like it, comment if you wish. Subscribe would always be good. It's on StrangerHood TV. Uh, it is one of the main shows, that uh, one of the staples that is always on there. Uh, but there's a lot of activity this week, I think, because uh, Chris Waterbury has a new video out, so check that out. I know there's some new stuff coming from uh, Something Heavy, so be on the lookout. That's why you want to subscribe and like hit the notifications, because they're kind of pushing it that way. But uh, as for the top 20, uh, Thursday's episode is out. By the way, barely. I posted that bad boy yesterday, like last night, because I completely forgot about it. And I have lots of reasons why I'm forgetting stuff, like more than usual. But um, point is, uh, it's up, and you should check it out. It's the the nine page story episode. It's episode 120. Like I know I say it often, but like 120 episodes of this show, like just un. Uh, and I was actually talking about like working on making more space for things I enjoy, which is kind of what I was going to say about like 
um, you know, what it was what I was just about to talk about <laughs> so, and why those kind of things are important. Because I will tell you, uh, there's been a bunch of stuff going on, like me personally, like health-wise and stuff. Like, if you haven't, if you're a regular watcher of the Top 20, you've probably noticed, like, my beard is actually going gray. Like, my hair is not. My, I mean, I have my hair. I just don't take my word for it. Um, my beard has been going gray because of, and I'm attributing it to the stress of the medical maladies I've really been uh, dealing with. Now, it has done that before. It is very, like, canary in the coal mine for me. Like, I can always tell, like, if I'm really stressed out because my beard will, will... This has been true since, like, my early 30s. My beard will actually start to gray out when I'm stressed out. My hair doesn't really get affected by it. Worse because, like, kind of the temples and stuff. But, you know, my hair is as gross and brown and blonde as it's always been. Um, but... What was I going to say? So... Like, the simple fact that, like, so much of it has gone gray, like, you can, like it's weird. Like, it's got these patches here. Like, this patch is, like, almost white, right? And now I've got, like, a lot of salt and pepper going on in here. But I'm willing to bet that once I clear this, these last two uh, medical hurdles, assuming no more... King, like, I'm not asking for more, if anybody's listening. Um... But as soon as I clear these last two medical hurdles, I, ex- I fully expect it to go back to the brown that it always is, which I find fascinating. Unless, of course, I just pushed my body way too far, and now here we are. And honestly, the, the salt and pepper is supposed to make me look distinguished and smarter. And I keep saying, like, you do the Freud thing, like, oh, you're a, you're a sure super ego. And tell me about your mother. Like, we could totally do that. And you'd believe it, mainly because I'm a white guy with a beard. And apparently that's real life. So, um, I've got videos to put out. I know this sounds stupid. I have to go over with the band. I'm not talking to most of the band right now, so I'm not really sure uh, when that discussion is going to happen. But I've got lyric videos for Blue and for Easy, and the video for Dirty Deeds is done. I have to release all that stuff at some point, so it's coming. It might actually all come like relatively quickly before we release the single. Uh, the first single from the new batch, but I don't know. All those are coming. I'm also, as soon as I get through this last batch of medical stuff in May, I'm going to start up the Talk 20 again, which means I'm going to be doing interviews during the show just for 20 minutes and check in with other bands and stuff. So if you have suggestions of bands you want me to talk to, feel free to hit me up. Do keep in mind, though, that I'm just not doing it until we get to, like, the end of May because that things will just kind of calm down and I'll be able to do it because I mean I could do the interviews right now the problem is I don't know anything about anybody and most interview most bands are horrible interviews so you've got to be able to ask them something and if I don't know anything about them then I won't be able to do that so and I don't feel like doing something that's just shitty and not worthwhile uh, but people that are doing a lot of stuff uh, and actually do the work and do the prep or the big with my podcast boys because uh, they just did Lena Scissorhands her, her interview was on Monday um the second, um, no, second the the Twitch the Twitch stream uh, with with Caggiano, uh is the discussions and drinks. There's no live stream this week, uh, mainly I think because they're both lame. Uh, that's not that's actually not the reason. But there is no live Twitch stream. I mean, you can go on there if you want. Maybe maybe it's better. Maybe it's better if they're not streaming. I I don't know. I can't judge. I'm usually in rehearsal on Thursday night. 
So I don't know. Their Twitch could be awful, and maybe it's better without them there. You'd have to tell me. So feel free to do that. Let me know. HardRockLunchbox uh, at gmail.com or just hop up right here at 99WNRR.com and tell me in person. Or uh, if you want, if you're Mikey, you can just text me and tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. That works, too. Sorry. Excuse me while I scratch the back of my foot. Um, so what else is going on? Like, basically, uh, so... Yeah, oh, and the Mr. Beery Show. By the way, I can announce that lineup. I am going to do uh, I am going to do some formal work. I have to create the event. I have to do um, a flyer for it. But the official lineup is going to be, um, I think I told you, it's, it's us, it's Craving Strange, it's something heavy, and uh, Born of Scars is actually going to be joining us uh, on that show. If uh, anybody that's... That hasn't seen them. They haven't been. They haven't been playing for a little while. But they're actually in the studio finishing up new music right now, which is awesome. But uh, that's uh, Pete's band, Pete on guitar, and uh, Victoria's band, who used to do karaoke at KJ's all the time. A lot of KJ's people know Victoria and probably saw them last time Bonus Cars played with us. But if you haven't seen them in a while, June sixteenth is going to be the day because they're going to be playing with us, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I have I have not played with Bonus Cars. I think we played once with them, with Victoria, but Born of Scars was actually on, I want to say New to You 2 or 3. Like, that's that's kind of how long ago, um, you know, I've, I've been playing with those those guys. So that's going to be a fun show. They've, I think they've done the acoustic stuff with us once or two. Um, but yeah, that's June 16th. Uh, Mr. Beer is in Beth Page. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then I've got a couple other shows to announce as we go. Um, but you can just keep those data open. So... What's going on in the world? Well, I, um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> so actually in the world this week, it was, it was kind of interesting, um, not to start out all political cause, but like, this is kind of, this is kind of political. And the only reason I'm really bringing it up is cause I want to make sure that it gets through to some people, like how serious some of these things are and what like actual overreach and activism looks like. So there's a couple things I want to talk about. Um, for and I do I do want to talk about me because it's my show. But I, if I don't get to it, that's fine. Uh, anybody that's interested in my medical maladies, I'll be happy to tell them when I see them. But just because it's interesting and 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 a big there's 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 three main things that happened I guess in the past week. Um, and I'm not even talking about where uh, Missouri. Uh, I think it's Missouri. The Missouri Republican Congress decided, to, like the state Congress, decided to defund all public libraries because it's just easier than burning their books, right? Like that's that's a big thing. I posted that on my Facebook page. Uh, the Iowa Attorney General, Republican Attorney General, female Republican Attorney General, uh, has stopped the practice of providing rape victims with the morning after pill. Uh, she did not block them from getting it. So it's a little disingenuous, some of the headlines out there, but she's still, they're not paying for it anymore. And she says it's just part of a, you know, a, a review of whatever they, like, these are people, these are Iowa citizens that have been raped in Iowa, are not given, just given the morning after pill, which is used to be, used to be part of a standard set of things. You know, you get some tests, you get STD, STD testing, and then you would get the morning after pill. So, like, you're not carrying your rapist's baby to term. Uh, 
Like, that was a standard thing, and all states do that. I mean, actually, I should take that back because I don't know that that's true. Most states, I know, at least do that because it's part of the the aftercare that you do to a rape, rape victim. Well, the Iowa Republican Attorney General decided to not do that anymore. So if you get raped in Iowa... You have to pay for your own morning after pill. By the way, like, they're not cheap, right? Like, they don't make them cheap. It's not like, you know, not like gumball prices. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but it's several tens of dollars. If I think maybe even 50, maybe even closer to 100 at this point. And if you actually, if you get it in the hospital, I'm sure it's like two or $300, right? Because they'll probably just do it that way. So that's important to know about, like, what Republicans are doing to your rights as a woman, your rights as a reader. Like, literally defunding libraries, like... Really? Like, that's that's what we're doing? But the other things that I think are a lot more important <clears throat> are thusly. In Texas, they, and I, t- and I read this actually on the show not too long ago. In Texas, they filed a lawsuit against the FDA because they wanted to, the FDA has a, a drug, they've approved a drug. <sighs> I wish I could remember. It's like methpresidone. It's basically an abortion pill, right? Um, I don't know if it's the morning after. I actually should. I feel like I should know more about this. I just don't, uh, and I apologize for my ignorance on it. But but definitely feel free to look up, and feel free to like uh, you know put it in the chat if you know more than me about it because I love to learn this kind of stuff. But basically, there's a drug that's been okayed by the FDA for years for you know other <clears throat> other things, and it's part of like this abortion cocktail that you can get this pharmaceutical one that you do so like no procedures like no surgical procedures this is early on it's just super easy to do um and it's been you know approved by the fda for this and this group in texas this conservative group in texas filed a lawsuit to get it to stop and they even said like they don't really think they have any standing to do this because they can't really tell the fda what to do but they went to a trump appointed republican judge in texas federal court judge who decided to put an injunction against it he has literally no standing to do such a thing, but because he's a federal court judge, did it anyway. And now everyone's actually got to step up and take notice and, and argue this asshole's decision. And his decision, they went through it on, like, Vice, and they went they went through it. Like, half of the stuff that he cited in his, like, 60-page ruling is incorrect. This is a federal court judge making a federal court ruling that affects absolutely every citizen and everybody in the United States. And he's got factual inaccuracies in his findings. Like, if that's not grounds to remove a judge, I don't know what is. Like, do you have to get caught with your dick in your male intern's butt? Like, is that the only way? Or not even that? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are for Republican judges. Like, when they just totally step out of line. Everybody, or maybe not, but a lot of people probably remember what happened with the Mar-a-Lago raid and that Trump-appointed judge in Florida that said, like, no, we need a special counsel and finally made its way up to, like, a responsible judge. It was like, you have no standing to do that. Like, you can stamp your foot and have a temper tantrum all you want. doesn't make it legal. And what's happening is you get, like, people talk about, like, like, these activist judges that make new law and do stuff like this is what it looks like it's you know you know those people that are just pointing out bad behavior and other people it's the bad behavior they're doing but they're like kind of doing a lot of misdirection this is what republicans do it's what they've done for 20 years at least 
that I've known it. And you have this judge, this Republican Trump appointed judge in Texas, that has basically taken a decision based on faulty information and and faulty thoughts. But he doesn't believe that abortion is okay, so he's decided to prevent the entire country from getting access to this. Is this getting through to anybody yet? Is this at all registering with people? One man in Texas decided for the rest of the country that you can't do this. Like, aren't the Republicans the ones that are supposed to be backing off all this? You can't tell me what to do. They literally, one dude, just told everybody what they can't do with their own bodies. Everybody should be furious about this. Like, there should be lynch mobs for this kind of thing. But they absolutely should have some review and find a way to expel this dude from the court. Because you're not allowed to do that. Like, it says so in the one, you know... The, the one maintenance guide that we got for running this country, the Constitution, you're not allowed to do that. And that's exactly what he did. And everybody should be furious. And as far as I can tell, nobody gives a shit. All that's really happening is states like New York are buying 150,000 doses of this thing that should last us roughly five years if we need it because we don't really give a shit what that guy has to say, what that judge has to say in Texas because we don't. And New York is way better than Texas will ever be because of stuff like that. And so at least we'll have it if we want to use it. But the fact that the FDA might have to take it off the market... Because this guy doesn't like it. You know what? Like, I hate Chick-fil-A. I think it's a horrible company. I And I, I actually really have... I'm starting to have a problem, a large problem, with people that keep going there. And that includes members of my own family. Like, stop supporting these really bad things. Like, really, stop it. I don't care how good it is. Find it somewhere else. Like, ha- like how... Like, at what point are you like, yeah, but I really like Wiener Schnitzel, so it's kind of okay what the Germans are doing to the Jews. Like, at what point does it get there? Like, what point does it cross to that? And that's why I keep pointing it out. Like, if you're a Republican or Republic-leaning, like, this is what you stand for. This is the problem. And you can't be like, oh, well, that's just some Republican. No, it's the Republicans. That's what Republicans are doing. That's what they're doing with their power right now. Like, that's amazing. The other thing that happened this week in New York, which I think is the funniest goddamn thing ever, is Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio, who is a complete scumbag anyway, total Trump loyalist, horrible individual, as white and male as you could possibly get, has been interfering with the New York's the the the, the New York City legal case against Donald Trump. You know who has no authority in a state case? Congress. It's the 10th Amendment. Like, it's not even, like, far down there. Like, you're not allowed to do that. He's subpoenaing people. He's actively interfering in the in the DA's case against Donald Trump for business fraud, which you can like it or not. He filed the indictment. He held a grand jury. They indicted him. Trump came up. He's pled not guilty to 34 counts of business fraud. Whether he's guilty or not, he's going to get his day in court. It's not like they threw him in jail with no bail. Like, they just, they're doing what they're doing. He doesn't even have to come back until until December for that case. Although he is coming back to New York because he's being sued by an... It's a whole other thing. So Jim Jordan is, like, interfering in this case. And Alvin Bragg had enough of it. And he filed a lawsuit against him this week because... A congressional, a member of Congress who has no standing in a New York state or a New York City legal issue 
is tampering with witnesses and tampering with the investigation. And if tampering sounds like it might be a problem, it is. Nothing would make me happier than this dude having to serve time in a New York jail because he can't keep his fucking mouth out of this case that has nothing to do with him. Oh my god, I would literally be so happy I would go to Rikers Island just to watch him have to walk in there. Like, It's never going to come to that ever, ever, ever in a million years. But man, you want to play big dick chicken with a with a Manhattan DA? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, because I'm using up all the time, I do want to get to the absolute true winner. The true winner this week, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm forgetting all the names, and I'm really sorry about this. But the Tennessee State House. Tennessee, by the way, was just voted a couple years ago. The worst state for democracy in the union. The worst. Dude, that's worst. Like, that's worst means less than Alabama and Mississippi and Arkansas and everywhere you can tongue kiss your first cousin. Like, Tennessee is now worst. Voted where And if you need a proof of that, man, they stepped right up to the plate this week and swung to the fence. So they, if you haven't been living under a rock, they had another mass shooting in Nashville. Uh, an individual had way too many guns. Uh, an individual being treated for emotional disturbances had way too many guns, was on nobody's radar, went into a Catholic school and killed a bunch of people. Right? Killed, shot and killed children. Guns still aren't the problem, right? Apparently guns still aren't the problem. But, like, you know, can't kill children with guns, you know. But, what? you know, guns aren't, don't, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, well, people with guns also kill people. And I think it's worth a shot. And if we take away those assault weapons for a year and everything goes down, like, what's Sunset Closet, right? Like, anyway, what I want to say is that in the Tennessee State House, three, three members of the Tennessee State House joined protesters because nobody in Tennessee was going to do anything about this. They killed every bill for gun reform because it's a Republican supermajority. If you don't know what a supermajority is, it means that they don't even have to win over any Democrat. It's not even a 50-50. It's like it's an, it's an over ride, right? I think that, isn't the Tennessee governor, I don't, is the Tennessee governor a Democrat? I don't know that. I think the Kentucky governor is a Democrat, but what it means is that they can do whatever they want. Like, we have a Democratic supermajority in New York, so even if we had a Republican governor, like, very little would get done because they'd veto everything. That, it's dangerous. I'm against supermajorities entirely, but they happen because that's the way people vote, and that's the way gerrymandering works. So we had three people protesting the fact that the, the Tennessee state legislature wasn't going to do anything at all about all these guns and all these people that just got killed. They were like, well, you know, stuff happens. That's their answer. We can't solve this problem. Aren't you sent there to, like, solve this problem? Yeah, but we can't solve this problem. So they're protesting. There's one white woman and two black guys. And the Tennessee state house votes to expel the two black guys. To be fair, they almost expelled the white woman. But they were they needed one more vote to expel her. And she even gave a press conference. They asked her, like, why weren't you expelled as well? And she's like, well, I can't say for sure, but I will tell you there's a slight difference in the color of our skin, which I thought was a baller move for someone that almost just got kicked out of the state house. So now keep this in mind. The Republicans in the Tennessee State House, and if it sounds like I'm blaming the Republicans, it's because I am. The Republicans in the Tennessee State House voted to kick out 
two black Democratic members of the Tennessee State House, uh, representing 140,000 people. One from ten, uh, one from Nashville, and one from Memphis. They expelled them from the Tennessee State House. Well, yesterday, no, today's Thursday, so Tuesday, the Nashville, uh, the Nashville City Council, whose job it is to now send an interim, like an, until they can elect a new person, it's their job to send an interim. Um, representative to the state house because the Republicans just kicked out their representative. So, in a 36 to nothing vote, the Nashville City Council decided to send the dude they just kicked out as the interim representative. And when he walked back into that state house, man, he had his fist up in the air. I could not have been prouder. I have never seen a bigger fuck you in my entire life, and all I want to do is see more of those. Every goddamn day. I will tell you, the dude from uh, from Memphis is about to have the same thing. They're meeting on Tuesday or Wednesday, so expect this to go down again because, man, you know those old white dudes were like, didn't we just kick that guy out? And he's like, I'm back, bitches! Yeah! <laughs> And he was way cooler about it, because I would have walked in with at least something like that on my shirt. But man, seriously, that was like, ah, that was awesome. And I could not stop cheering inside, outside. So more power to these dudes that are standing up to the complete assholes that are running the state of Tennessee. Fuck you guys. And this one... This one's not for you. This one's for me. 100, 100% for me. But but also you. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Silverstein being, trying to be all cool and shit and putting out more new music. Yeah, whatever. Hard Rock Lunch Box. You know, sometimes I grab songs out of the Discover Weekly without even, like, listening to them. Right? Like, you have a couple bands that you just like, I know this is going to be good. And I will say that, like, it's not always the bands you think. In fact, I realized today, like, a lot of times the bands that it ends up being are not bands you would think. But I'm usually very pleased with my uh, my my selection when it kind of comes up that way. Because this week, I picked up some brand new Dropkick Murphys. And I was laughing the whole time I was listening to this song. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. Well, now that everybody's in a good mood from the brand new Fall Out Boy, which I really dig. Like, I actually like very few Fall Out Boy songs, but I'm liking the newer stuff a lot more. I don't know if it's, it's just more mature writing or not such cliche in the lyrics, but, like, I'm really digging the new stuff. So now that you're in a much better, much better mood because uh, we played some really good music, it is time to come to a screeching halt for our new segment that I'd like to call Melissa's, and I'm quoting here, Music Minute. And the reason we're quoting is because the term music, while subjective in nature, definitely requires some sort of understanding of what it is that we're expected to listen to next. And Melissa doesn't seem to think that that's true, so she keeps sending me stuff that may or may not be music. But in true box fashion, who am I to decide? That's why we have 99WNRR.com. You can hop up there right now and tell her exactly what you think of her music. (laughs) Not once, not never. Nope. Who's chairs that? 
Who bought that goddamn chair? That's not my chair. Not my hard rock lunch box. Not my problem. That's what I say. my favorite something heavy song in a little bit but i will admit that i definitely still always want to hear a little bit of journey separate ways every time i cue it up but it's not a lot of there's not a lot i can do about it it's a good song it's a good song just you know you know journey <laughs> keyboards like secret life all together in vain 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my man, I'm just amusing myself. I came across a new band this week, or it might just be one person, I can't tell. The band's name is Bully. There was just one woman in the picture, so it could be her. She's a bully, and as we all know, most women are bullies, right? There's, 
That's true. Kidding. Kidding. Please don't send all your hate mail to Monty at Gravy Strange on that. That would be awful. Uh, but I found this band, Bully, uh, and I really dug this song. I actually went back and tried to listen to a couple others. I didn't like anything else from her, so I'm, I'm going to probably listen to a couple more songs when I get a chance. But I grabbed this one for today because I really dug it. And, like, I'm totally down for anything new, like, that isn't Tom Green. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Definitely digging the new stuff from the used. Good job, fellas. Now, my friend John, who used to be in a band called Spacewalk out here on the East Coast, he moved to the West Coast uh, to be part of... Oh, man, what the hell was the name of that band? Hang on. Hang on, I'll get it. Uh, and the song, Be Okay. Be Okay. Self-Portraits. Uh, and then I guess that just never really amounted to anything. And he started his own band uh, called... Uh, now, I think it's called Resilia. But it could be Resilia, and I honestly don't know. And I have not spoken to him, like physically spoken to ask how it's pronounced in, in quite a while. Uh, so I should probably do that at some point. But they're out on tour right now, so if you're interested in some of this post-pop hardcore, uh, kind of along the lines of like Dance Gavin Dance, and like this is definitely a band for you. But this is something brand new for them. I, I always like what they do. I'm hella biased, I admit, but man, they're really good. They're young, they're cool. And the young has nothing to do with it. They just happen to be, so whatever. It's Hey Pretty Girl. Time to wake up. Hard Rock Lunch Box. If you're at all <laughs> paying attention to the chat, does anybody else want to know what Q's notes from this meeting look like? <laughs> oh, man. I could just, I could just imagine. <laughs> I could just imagine the stick figure drawing of Kimberly right now giving this presentation to that nobody cares about. I don't know for sure. And hopefully she's not listening. So I'm just going to shut up just in case. Time for some MMPX. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Uh, Metallica has new music out, and honestly, I think it kicks a lot of ass. I'm not sure where they got the name 72 Seasons for their new song, but it's probably named after just how long the goddamn thing is. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Wow, I can't believe that song's not still playing. <laughs> you know, I could have put three Rebel 9 songs in that amount of time, and no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Actually, we have a new song. Uh, it's a song called Side Out. A lot of you have probably heard it already, but <clears throat> um, we it used to be under, it used to be like two minutes and 22 seconds, and our producer actually just made us add another chorus to the end of it. It sounds better now, like for sure. Like I'll definitely concede that point, but like it was fine at 2.22, but it's like so funny. <laughs> I could have played that song three times, and taken a break in the amount of time it took to play that time. You'll be able to judge for yourself in a couple months. A lot of cool stuff going on in the chat here. Everybody putting in their artwork, which is uh, awesome. I am super jealous of artwork, as I mentioned in the chat. Like, I just, I cannot draw. I really cannot. It's just not something God has gifted me with a few things, but, like, that is not one of them. He's like, cool. Like, this is not for you. And my daughter, who is just supernaturally gifted at, at doodling and sketching, she just, she just, she has a knack for it. And, and I think at the time she was like too young to kind of understand, like, you know, this is something like you just have. And she used to argue with me, 
you know, she'd be like, oh, if you just tried. Like, don't you think I've tried? Like, you know how many albums I've, like, designed? Like, album covers? Like, not even copied, like, tried to design. Like, the first G. Davy record, the, the, the back cover was basically done on a drawing I did. And it's just, like, it's horrible. It's, it's absolutely awful. I would love to be able to do it. And I can't. She was like, well, you know, if you just tried more and you practiced, you'd get better. And I was finally like, yeah, you know what? You know, you can draw and you can draw really well, but you can't write a good song. <laughs> and if you think it's inappropriate for a father to attack his teenage daughter in such a way, well, you're right. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> it was a joke and she knew it was fine. Uh, but yeah, all right. So seventy-two, uh, seventy-two seasons is eighteen years. That's the significance. I believe that's the time that uh, since Cliff Burton died, and I guess that's what they're doing. I honestly, I don't know. I was just making fun of how long the season, how long the song was. But there's some trivia for the day. In other trivia news, uh, it was just pointed out that we missed Rex Manning Day. Well, don't worry, because I got you. Oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. <laughs> Hello, baby. Hi, Ray. Hi. Rien du tout. Do you call me on a couple with a gymnastic choir. You say I need a little of my la la. I know you get lonely in your canopy bed. Well, say no more, baby. I'll be running everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> 
some of the aggression out, but I was wrong. I need more aggression, or less aggression, but I need somebody to have more aggression so I can have less aggression, so I need, like, less aggression, let, tra- no, re- ungression? Ungression. Yeah. I'm gonna go with ungression. Wow. Hard Rock Lunch Box. God, I needed that. I love that song. That's Thornhill with Nurture. But it's time for your weekly craving of the goddamn week. I mean, I guess it could be your goddamn craving of the goddamn week. It could just be like your god craving of the damn week. Damn craving of the god week, am I right? I could do this all day for at least for another couple of minutes, but I'm just not gonna.
I cannot thank you enough for spending so much of your Thursday with me and the rest of us here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. I hope you had a good time. I know I did. I will definitely be here next week, and we can do it all again. But I really couldn't figure out what best song to play you out with. And then it occurred to me, like, what we all want, we all want to get behind our local community. And like I said, like Mikey's band, Something Heavy, putting out a brand new single uh, later on this month. But we've had the the opportunity to play it early. We played it earlier in the show. Uh, and there's no rules against playing another version of what I assume is the same song to get the rest of our Thursday going. So without further ado... Here's not something heavy on the box, and I will see you next week. Hard Rock Lunch Box.